Hello, I'm Justin Belguarini, and you are listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. Today's episode is titled, I Commit Murder Every Week. Kick back, relax, and enjoy the show. As artists, we work years, decades, sometimes our entire lives honing our craft, trying to become masters. And yet it's all for moments, for a great audition, for a great performance, for a great run in a show. But what happens in between those moments? We are doing battle every single day with ourselves and with the industry and with all the things going on in our lives. But The real question is, how do we prepare our minds, our spirits, our bodies, and our business sense to do battle and to win on the battlefield of our artistry? The Warrior Artist Podcast answers those questions and a whole lot more. I'm Justin Belguarini, and you're listening to The Warrior Artist Podcast. I love to swim. I am by no means um, particularly really good at it. I think I've gotten better, but I haven't ever taken any lessons, and I want to, um, for like proper swimming. Like obviously, like swimming lessons when you are a kid, and later on in life, and I've I've taken scuba diving lessons and was certified for a time. Uh, and yet I love to go to my local Y and to jump in the pool and just swim and do the front crawl. And just over the past, I don't know, six months or so, I have gone from not being able to make it um, from one end of the... Uh, it's not Olympic, but it's certainly the normal regulation, I guess, size lap pool um, from one end to the other without having to stop. I mean, like literally just going from one side to the other. When I first did it, I had to stop because I was just that out of cardiovascular shape. But there's something now, I mean, I, I again, with trial and error, I'm like, okay, what can, what are the tools that I can get that would make this easier? And, and you know, originally I had like bathing suit like you know the stylish bathing suit that you would wear to the beach um on and um goggles that was it and then i decided to get smart and decided to get serious about it and i went out and went to i don't know sports store sports authority one of those type of places and I was, went to the swimming section and I'm like okay what are the things that I can get so I got a little swimming cap make me a little more hydrodynamic I got better goggles I got um, some really sleek swimming trunks that actually are form fitting instead of uh, you know, causing drag and I got this what I think is called a, it's not a stroke trainer but it basically is a snorkel a snorkel that goes up the front of your face instead of the side like it normally would. It goes straight up the front of your face so I can swim and I can breathe the entire time. And with that, with all those things, I got back in the water the next time and it was easier. 
I noticed the difference. Of course, certainly with the breathing, my God, I could actually breathe the entire time. I didn't actually have to do the, um, like what I'm gonna call it, staggered breathing. See, I don't even know what the heck the terminology is, but I know that because I focused on giving myself better tools and developing my skills, well, not develop my skill set, but like just developing the tools that I was using, I was then able to more easily develop my skill sets in the area of swimming. And now, um, I just went back yesterday. I hadn't been swimming, um, gosh, I think I don't think at all over the holidays, maybe once or twice. And for the past couple of weeks, I've gotten back into running. Um, but I went back and normally I would swim 400 meters. The, when I was at the peak of my swimming fitness, I would swim 400 meters, which I know is not a lot for swimmers, but like for me, that's like, yeah, 400 meters without stopping. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, without stopping. And I felt good and I didn't feel like I was dying at the end of it. And then I started going uh, 500 meters just to push a little bit. And so this podcast is not about swimming, but it's about the concept of committing murder every single week. Now that's a bit of a right turn, isn't it? (laughs) But that's what it feels like to me. I commit murder every single week. Now, I'm not talking about the kind of murder you find on my favorite murder, which my wife and I love and listen to obsessively. I'm talking about the type of murder that you commit to yourself, of yourself, of your old self. You see, sometimes my victim, the victim being me, gets away with some major wounds, but lives to see the next week. Sometimes I can get them on the first try. What do I mean by that? Let's take our swimming example. In order for me to get from barely being able to swim from one end of the pool to the other without feeling like I was going to (laughs) pass out, it wasn't that bad, but really like feeling like I'm just (sighs) breathing heavily and, and feeling that sort of almost out-of-body experience feeling that you feel when you push yourself physically. Because, I'm again, I'm not a swimmer. I can run. I hate running. But I can run. I'm athletic. But there's something about the full-body workout that swimming gives you. And anybody who's a swimmer who's tried to do it will understand what I'm saying. If you haven't, try it. Because it's an awesome, low, zero-impact workout that really gets you going. So in order to go from being able to go back and forth, or one time, not even back and forth, just getting from one end to the other end, to go from that to doing 400 meters, I had to commit murder. Meaning I had to push and just destroy my old self. So, When I say I commit murder every single week, I am literally trying to kill my old beliefs. I'm trying to, you know, uh, 
I just want to say, choke off that voice, that negative voice inside me that says you should probably stop right now. You should. And I mean, it's one thing like, (laughs) I mean, I'm not a doctor and I'm not advocating you push yourself to the red line in the danger zone where your heart is like, you know, listen to your body, listen to your intuition. But there's a difference between listening to your intuition and listening to your body when it says you must stop this now. And listening to that voice inside your head that's like, oh, I'm really tired. I don't, I just don't feel like doing this. What's the point of all this? Do you understand the difference between the two? Well, that voice, that mindset that says, okay, look, hey, I know, I know your goal was to, was to do 100 meters, but look, we're, we're, we're at 50. We're halfway there. That silky voice. That's just like calls to you to just take it easy. Well, I, in the attempt to expand, cut off oxygen to my old self. I mean, obviously, not literally. I love life. I'm not advocating you to kill yourself. But what I am advocating is for you to push beyond the boundaries of what you think is possible for you. When it comes to physical exercise, that's an easy example to to make with the swimming. And eventually I kept doing that, kept doing that, and I went from being able to do 25 meters completely out of breath to then what? Getting the tools, helping create a streamlined body and all these things, better goggles that didn't fog up so that I could see to doing 400 meters without stopping. Going from 25 meters to 400 meters in a month or two is significant. And I had to get rid of as best I could, that negative voice in my head. Because it never really goes away. It just gets softer. You know, but it ends up being like Lily Tomlin in The Incredible Shrinking Woman or the kids in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. And (laughs) I'm totally dating myself here. But there really hasn't been a good, like, modern shrinking person story that I can think of. Maybe I should ask my kids. Might be something on one of the kids' channels. But... If you've seen those movies or IMDb them, you'll know what I'm talking about. It's like the, the, the voice just gets smaller. It doesn't go away. Even now when I'm running or when I'm swimming, and of course I've gotten back into swimming. I just went yesterday and I did 300 meters because I was just like, okay, I've been swimming like a month and a half. 300 meters, great. Okay, I had to stop, I think, around like 200 and actually like really catch my breath, even with the snorkel thing when I was breathing the whole time. So I'm not, I'm not in the, the sort of fitness that I was before. But that voice was still there, even after 100 meters. That voice was there, like, hey, all right, come on, look, let's just get back into it. Don't take that, look, I'm going to away with 400 meters. Come on, come on. You haven't been doing this for like a month and a half, man. Come on. Just take it easy. Get out of the pool. Don't push yourself. Come on. But I know. I've heard that voice before. I know the lies 
that it tells me. And I know the difference between the voice that says, hey, you are in physical danger, this needs to end. And, hey, come on, man. Just look, look, you great. This is great, look, you, look, you got halfway there. Great, this is enough, this is enough. Don't, don't push yourself, come on. You're gonna be sore the next day, all the excuses. And that voice is much louder than it was when I was doing 400 meters, but I know to ignore it. And I know that as I continue to grow and push myself and murder my old self, week in and week out, that voice will become smaller and softer. And so for you, whether it's in your body or your spirituality or your relationships with your lover, lovers, children, family, or in your business, Where can you begin to, again, figuratively, murder your old self? Where can you begin to push your boundaries? Or instead, maybe if you've already begun to push your boundaries, where can you push them further than you thought was possible? What do you need in order to do that? Because if I had tried to swim 400 meters with uh, a pair of stylish swim trunks and some goggles that fog up and that's it if i tried doing it that way it would have been much more difficult to get from 25 meters to 400 meters significantly difficult but instead i went out and i got tools that helped me and there were small minor again like i said in another podcast minor adjustments right instead of having goggles that fogged up. I just had goggles that were a little clear. I had clarity of sight, easier to see. I mean, really, ultimately, I could see anyway. I mean, if you've been in a pool, it's it's marked very clearly, the lanes and everything, but there's something to be said for being able to see clearly because I'm just not worried about the fog that's in front of me. I remove the fog that's in front of me. I got a swim cap that made me a little more aerodynamic. Nah, it's not, you know, you know, in the Olympics, hundredths, millions of seconds count, but I don't have to worry about that. But, but at the same time, that swim cap made it just a little bit easier to glide through the water. Instead of having some fly swim trunks that look great, I got special swim trunks that formed to my body. Again, making it just a little bit easier. And then, and I forgot to mention this, I went and I studied stroke videos, like front crawl stroke videos. And I just, I just, I just learned, I upped my mind, I upped my skill sets. So where can you do that? Whether it's in your fitness goals or in your body, in your spirituality, your connection, in your relationships or in your business? Where can you kill your old self, expand and get the tools, acquire the tools or mindsets that you need to help you more quickly attain your goals? That's all I got for you today. 
I'm Justin Belguarini, and you've been listening to the Warrior Artist Podcast. If you have any comments, questions, concern, anything at all, don't hesitate to email me at justin at ilivetoperform.com. That's justin at I-L-I-V-E-T-O-P-E-R-F-O-R-M.com. Make it a good one.